for QB, Vail, Colorado. Welcome to this July 27th edition of Good Morning Vale. It's a beautiful Friday out, and it's I'm your host, Ben Roof, and we've got Gretchen Pleshaw joining me today as well. We've got a great show in store for you today. Covered Bridge is going to talk to us with Maddie Rhodes about hiking the 14er in the valley, Holy Cross. And then we're also going to hear from Naked and Afraid, and we've got some other fantastic guests in store for you today. So Good Morning Vale starts now. Welcome to the TV8 Weather Center. Happy Thursday. Let's take a look at that beautiful weather ahead. 8 a.m., 61 degrees, a high of 83 and 40% chance of rain. So beautiful day out there. Partly cloudy, scattered thunderstorms. Winds west to southwest at 10 to 15 miles per hour. So really gorgeous day. Hourly temperatures, 8 a.m., 61 degrees, partly cloudy. Noon, 78 and partly cloudy. So cloud coverage moving in. 4 p.m., 77 and scattered thunderstorms. A little bit like yesterday and 8 p.m., 71 and partly cloudy. So beautiful day ahead, a little precipitation, but hey, we need it. It's not the worst thing. As we take a look at the I-70 corridor, we can see Eagle 87, Vail 83, as well as Avon 84 degrees, and then and then thunderstorms throughout the day, some sunshine and some precipitation as well. So it looks like we have 92 degrees in Denver and some precip precipitation coming through as well. So it should be a beautiful day to get on out there, soak up that sunshine, have some fun, and definitely take your umbrella and make sure that you're ready for some rain. How are you doing this Thursday, Ben? I'm doing great this morning. Gretchen, how are you? I am so good, and we did not color coordinate. This is no, just how we ended up. Totally <laughs> by coincidence. I love this, and this is our first Thursday on the couch. Well, first it day is. ever on the couch. Yeah, together, it is. I've been I'm behind the camera with you a lot, but this is yes. the first time we're both on the other side. And I'm excited because there's so many things going on oh around this beautiful mountain town of ours. Well, it's the Eagle County Fair and Rodeo this yep. week. It's one of the biggest events in the summer, and we've got Tonight is Western Heritage Night, and cool. it's also the Swine and Goat Shows with 4-H, and it's got a special place in my yes, heart. Yes, I'm smiling because <laughs> this handsome man right here, let me know that <laughs> he has been a part of this for years. So, Ben, tell us a little bit yeah, of the background. Uh, I don't know anything about this. So, when 4-H is an agricultural program that's nationwide, right. and it's kind of all funded by the agricultural universities, so okay. whatever state university so yeah. colorado state in this case and it's a fantastic program that really helps kids learn a lot of important business skills cool. especially in the agricultural world yeah. and today are the swine and goat shows so, so cool 
all summer and most of the spring and early winter, kids all over the valley have been raising chickens, turkeys, pigs, goats, steers, and you all did manner this. of animals. Yeah, and I did the oh two when gosh. I was a kid. I did um, chickens, turkeys, and pigs. And I heard you won a time or two. I as did. Well. <laughs> I, I I never took first first place, right. but I took um, reserve grand champion several times with my pigs. That's so I cool. I preferred uh, Duroc swine, which are they're the sh floppy eared. Cool. Oh, the cute. Um, yes. And they got brown brown fur. And they've got a lot longer, coarser fur than okay. other pigs. And so are you going to go tonight or are you going to check I'm, it I'm out? I'm probably going to go tonight and I check it that. out. But the swine show is this morning at 9 a.m. 9 a.m., okay. So I won't have time to get over there before it ends. Today. I know. I mean, you're here. It's a trade, a toss-up. <laughs> well, we also got a lot more going on, too. Ambrosia's playing up at Beaver Creek. Oh, my gosh. And we spoke to them a little bit earlier this I week, right? I love them. I fell in love with the whole band. And with Joe, the lead singer's wife, was brilliant. She came here, and then I got to talk to her as well. Um, the band is brilliant, and they're playing a free show, 5 to 7, Beaver Creek. It's going to be beautiful, and it hopefully the rain holds off. It's going to be brilliant, though. So that's free music is always a good time. And then I know this morning there's a lot that's going on. Walking Mountain Science Center, mm -hmm. 9 a.m., you can go and do backcountry, which is pretty cool. I know you're into that as well. We both yeah. love to hike all the things. <laughs> well, and there's also the Vail Jazz Festival is yes, continuing tonight huge. and Solomon Fornia Trio is playing as oh, cool. is the Howard's Hangout and they're going to be at the Tavern tonight. Awesome. Dude, we have so much good there's, music around here and free. And exactly. I mean live free good music. <laughs> well, we've got a great show for you guys yeah. and stick with us. We've got a little bit more right after this. Here at Sun & Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun & Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today, or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vail. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vail from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vail Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vail.com.
Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Welcome back to the show. Maddie Rhodes shared a wonderful story with Covered Bridge about her recent hike up the top of Mountain of the Holy Cross. Let's hear what she has to say. Hi everyone, welcome to Covered Bridge on TV8. My name is Kim Fuller and I'm the co-founder of Jot Media Collective out of Westvale and the editor-in-chief of Covered Bridge magazine. And I'm Bobby LaRue, the other co-owner of Jump Media Collective and the Director of Partnerships. Uh, today we have such a great person to talk with. Her name is Maddie Rhodes. She is a lovely local here who uh, wrote a fantastic article for the upcoming issue of Covered Bridge magazine. Welcome, Maddie. Thank you. Maddie, tell us a little bit about your experience with writing and you know, also starting to in integrate that into your work as a teacher here in the Valley. Um, yeah, so I started writing um, in college and then kind of took a heavy break mm -hmm. after college and worked in a few different fields, mm -hmm. and, um, but felt, felt the draw back to it. Mm -hmm. So ended up going to graduate school for creative writing, um, which I just finished in December. And um, as a part of my thesis, I wrote this um, essay about a hike that I did with um, one of our mutual friends this summer, and um, we, we hiked the Halo Ridge Loop. Um, for anyone who's familiar with that, it goes up Holy Cross and then across this ridge down Notch. So it's pretty long, quite arduous, mm -hmm. um, and unpredictable. <laughs> and um, yeah, wrote a, a lot of other essays in that collection as well, but um, yeah, now I'm, I'm teaching English in the Valley for high schoolers. Great. Well, yeah, you know, Maddie had sent some of her writing over to the editors at Covered Bridge, and our theme for the summer and fall 2023 issue is journey. Um, this just, when, when I read this out loud, we were, I think Bobby and I were on a road trip somewhere coming back from something, and we were both like, wow, this, this, is, this needs to be in print, and especially with all the wonderful photos you took. Um, so the title of this feature is Lessons from the Journey, Reflections from a Humbling Day, on the Halo Ridge Loop. And I'm gonna read um, a, a little segment of your, your amazing essay, your amazing piece. On a July day last year, my friend Marissa and I set out to conquer the Halo Ridge Loop in Holy Cross Wilderness. When she first sent me the route on all trails, I responded, let's do it. <laughs> my zealousness to summit Holy Cross and Notch in one day overcame the concerns I should have had about the terrain and our preparedness. preparedness. Yeah. Maddie, tell us about this. And this really kind of sums up your piece, but there's a lot more to the story than that, right? Yeah, I think it also kind of sums me up as a person. Mm. Um, anyone who knows me well knows that I just, I'm pretty willing to say yes to a lot of um, adventurous situations, often without knowing exactly what I'm getting myself into. Um, but I approach them with the can-do attitude. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, and then 
sometimes reap, well, oftentimes reap rewards mm -hmm. um, and sometimes suffer some consequences. <laughs> so, yeah, on this particular day, um, you know, we had a great, great beginning, just a lot of enthusiasm with a 3.30 a.m. wake up, you know, some granola bars or whatever was freezing. And I think we did this in, oh, it was July. Yeah, we did it in July. And um, we, the night before, we had talked about um, fastest known times. So we're like, oh, I wonder, you know, if, if anybody has the fastest known time for this route. And there are a couple of, maybe two or three times for males, but none for females. So we're like, great. No matter how long it takes us to do this, we will get the FKT, which is awesome. <laughs> so, um, and we were both runners training for big races. Marissa was training for a Leadville 100 bike race, um, and I was training for a marathon and a 50K um, for running in the fall. So we were both like pretty fit at this point, like ready to do something big. Um, and we thought this was a trail that we could run a lot of. So we hike up the Holy Cross part, get to the top. Everything's going smoothly. You know, a little bit of altitude sickness, but it goes away. We're fine. So we have some snacks, take a little break, you know, admire the wildflowers, and just it's a beautiful day. And then we notice one cloud. We're like, okay, not looking great, but it's small. It'll probably go away. We're just going to keep trucking along, maybe cut our planned breaks a little shorter, um, and keep an eye on that cloud. So we go start down, go up the next ridge, and every time we go down and up, down and up, we're, we keep thinking, oh, the next ridge, it's going to get flat. It's going to get flat, and it's going to get runnable, right? <laughs> it never did. It was We were <laughs> bouldering, basically, for six hours over a huge talus that was not stable and extremely dangerous. Like, we were not prepared for that, nor were we really capable of that type of terrain. Um, so very sketchy conditions. Um, and then we ended up making it to the notch cabin. And then as soon as we, we looked around, exited, thunderclap. We we're like, oh my gosh, we got to get out of here. So then we ran down the entire notch side. So we got a little bit of a run in, um, but it wasn't pleasant. We were very tired, very sore at that point, And um, we were just scared that we were going to get stuck in a thunderstorm. Um, which everyone knows is super dangerous. So, um, yeah, that was kind of a quick summary of the day. Okay. So you brought up a couple things there. Um, your willingness to do and go, right? Yeah. And how that sometimes really leads to some really great rewards. Um, but this situation potentially could have gotten bad, right? So on your next big trip or your next big adventure that someone asks you to go on, um, or one of your students talks to you about their next big trip, what would be some advice or what would be some ways that you could prepare a little bit more possibly for those potentials or the outcome that you want of always reaping rewards for some of these big yeses that you do? Yeah, I've, I mean, here, obviously, always check the weather and know that, you know, we get afternoon thunderstorms. So prepare for those and, like, plan to be done with your activity at noon or 1. That's just the safest way to do summer activities here, in my opinion. And that's what we, my parents and my you know, brother and I did growing up. But the past few summers have been crazy with our drought. We haven't really had those like afternoon thunderstorms. Thankfully, we're starting to have them again. But um, 
but yeah, plan for them, you know, because you never know when you're going to have them and when you're not going to have them. And oftentimes they don't necessarily show up in the forecast. Um, and it's funny that y'all's issue is called journeys because the class that I taught this fall to some juniors was called journeys. And one of our main texts that we looked at was um, John Krakauer's Into the Wild, where he tells the story of Chris McCandless, who, you know, dives into a transcendental lifestyle and fully just like sheds materialism and capitalism and goes and lives alone in Alaska. And that's major oversimplification of the book. Um, anyone who has read it would know that. But, um, you know, we talked a lot about the journey that Chris was on and the things that he was searching for. Um, and Krakauer weaves in other adventurers into the story to kind of compare and contrast these other adventurous, you know, transcendentalist people from our present time to Chris. And it was so interesting that often these people are in environments very similar to ours, but they're encountering drought and thunderstorms and crazy weather events, and these are the things that are, are often killing them. Mm -hmm. um, and it's unpreparedness at the end of the day. So, you know, no matter how much experience you have, you have to always just not get cocky and not, you know, let... Yeah, just you keep the perspective that, like, you don't know what's going to happen out there, you know, and be prepared for what could happen, like the worst situation. It sounds a little bit morbid, but be prepared for the worst. And, um, yeah, we talked a lot about, like, our, my students' stories. You know, what, has, what have you experienced out in the wilderness? And, um, you know, what stories have you heard about locally when things have gone wrong? And how, how can we do things differently and prepare better so that we don't encounter those situations when, when we go out into the wilderness, into the backcountry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and I really, what I loved, what, um, what, you know, your piece all came together because you did cut it down for Covered Bridge. Yeah, yeah. And the original is super long. I think it was something like four or 5,000 words, <laughs> yeah. which is wonderful for, you know, a short book or... A thesis. A thesis. Yeah, right. Um, you know, our features were usually right around 1,200 to 1,500, so I tasked Maddie with cutting it down, and she did a wonderful job. And what I was um, most impressed with as well was how you wove you know, literature and history into this piece on, you know, your experience of... So being out there, being out there that day, and then looking into some of the history around Holy Cross and the area, <coughs> as well as um, Thoreau, Krakauer, some of these am you know, amazing writers that have touched on topics like this. And talk to me a little bit about that. Talk to us and the, and the audience about that process of creating a piece that wove all of that together. Yeah, so that's one of the things, my concentration in graduate school is creative nonfiction, which most people don't really know much about, but it's true, well, there's a website, a publication called Creative Nonfiction, and their definition is true stories well told. Mm -hmm. I love that definition because mm -hmm. it's, it sums it up very succinctly. So mm -hmm. creative nonfiction is a true story that's told in a creative way. Um, so it, you know, you weave in, like in my, in my piece, I wove in local history that people might not be aware of. And, you know, it's relevant to my story. So it's not just what happened to me on this day, 
Um, but I use imagery and I use history and I just synthesize all of these things together to create something that's new and true, um, but different. Mm -hmm. So um, if you're not familiar with creative nonfiction, please Google it. It's great. Um, but with, I've always had this fascination with Gilman and um, you know, the history of our valley. Mm -hmm. And so when Marissa sent me this trail, I saw that it went to over notch and I was like, oh my gosh, this, you know, this has been on my list of things to do for a long time. Go up on notch, see the view to Gilman from up there and just like kind of absorb what it would be like to make that trek back in, you know, the late 1800s, early 1900s. Mm -hmm. Like that is crazy to me that they were doing this with none of the supplies or the equipment that we have now that make it easy. And, um, and not even like the same trails that make it easy. So, um, yeah, I, that was part of the draw to doing this hike in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like it was a necessity to, to weave all of that in. Mm -hmm. Um, but also it's not, I don't know, like my writing, it's not just about me. It's not interesting if it's only about me, mm -hmm. you know, it's mm -hmm. only interesting if you make it more global and more mm -hmm. tangible to a, a broader community. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, yeah, you did a phenomenal job. And for those who haven't yet read this article, definitely pick up a summer and fall issue of Covered Bridge magazine. And you can also read, read the article online. But any closing questions for Maddie, Bobby? No, I think it, it's, uh, it's been great to have you on. But it's, it's super unique how you, know, you go on this really crazy experience and it prompts you to write. And I think that's, that's what's cool about this, is like any experience can be something that allows you to put pen to paper. Mm -hmm. and, and that's really where storytelling starts, right? And I yeah. think that's something you would probably say to your students too. It's like, just write it down, right? And like, just oh, get yes. it out, right? <laughs> yeah, I tell that to my students all the time. Mm -hmm. Put it pen to paper, it doesn't matter if it's good, if it's bad, if it's incomplete sentences, complete sentences, bullet points, just make notes, because you never know when they might come in handy. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, thank you so much for inspiring us to be prepared when we, you know, do big trips, but also, you know, things do happen and they create great stories. So, um, yeah, lessons from the journey, reflections from a humbling day on the Halo Ridge Loop by Maddie Rhodes. It's a feature in Covered Bridge this summer and fall. Thank you so much for being here, Maddie. Yes, Thanks for thank having you, me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Hello everyone, I'd like to welcome you into Ruggs Benedict to come explore our 12,000 square foot showroom. We've been serving the Vale Valley for over 50 years now with flooring needs. And we inventory a ton of product from Carpet One to provide the very best values, highest style. We just built a warehouse, 15,000 square foot warehouse in gypsum. So we have over 120 different Broadloom carpets. We have a lot of waterproof wood flooring, things that we can install right away. We have employee installers, a lifetime installation warranty. Many of them have been with us for decades and they're true craftsmen 
in their work. They're absolutely extraordinary at installing any of the flooring that we provide. We also have over a thousand area rugs in stock right now. Um, and they start at two by threes. I could bring these into the studio today, but they go all the way up to 12 by 16s. And we have them hanging on the racks, just like shopping for clothing. So it's very easy for you to just flip through, see what's available. We'll deliver them to your house so you can check out how they look in your space with your lighting. All different sizes, all different shapes, some things that are going to be a little bit more contemporary as well as tribal, traditional, all the latest and greatest looks. We have things that are hand knotted, silk, woolen silk options, all the way down to some machine made indoor outdoor type rugs. So really anything that you're looking for, for your business, for your home, for a rental, Rugs Benedict can provide it. And one thing I consistently hear when people leave our showroom is, that was so easy, thank you so much. So we make the, the process very easy. Come in, take a look, and we'd love to offer you a free estimate. Look forward to seeing you in our showroom. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Thank you for watching Good Morning Vale. Have an amazing day. Get on out there, soak up that sunshine. We'll see you tomorrow right here for more Good Morning Vale. Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Gretchen Bleshaw. You might recognize me from the glitz and glam with Gretchen. Maybe you hear my voice on the radio from time to time or see me out at a concert or two. I love concerts. If you see me out, the long mermaid hair, I'm almost six foot tall. It's hard to miss. Come and say hi. Give me a high five. And make sure to watch me right here on TV8. Welcome back to the TV8 Weather Center. Let's take a look at this beautiful Thursday ahead. 8 a.m., 61 degrees, a high of 83 degrees. Rain, 40% chance. Partly cloudy and scattered thunderstorms ahead. Winds west to southwest at 10 to 15 miles per hour. So beautiful day out there, a little precipitation, but it's all good. 8 a.m., 61 degrees and partly cloudy. Noon, that cloud co coverage still there. Partly cloudy and 78. 4 p.m., a little precipitation. Scattered thunderstorms, 77 degrees and 8 p.m., 71 degrees and partly cloudy. So we get a little bit of it all today in this gorgeous mountain town of ours. Eagle, 20% chance of rain, 87. Avon, 84. Vail, 83. And a little bit of cloud coverage as well. Denver, 92 degrees. Always so warm in Denver. A low of 52 degrees. Rain, 20% chance today. Partly cloudy. Sunset at 825. Winds south to southeast, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a look at that five-day forecast. Friday, 20% chance of rain, mostly sunny and 84 degrees, a low of 50. Saturday, 86 and a low of 50. And then we see some of this precipitation heading in. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Sunday, afternoon thunderstorms, 86. Monday, the same afternoon thunderstorms in 81. 
And then Tuesday, 78 degrees and afternoon thunderstorms as well. We want to thank Sun and Ski Sports for all your athletic needs. And I have this steeped coffee in my hand because we have an awesome interview with this amazing coffee for all your outdoor adventures. Keep it right here. Do you love coffee? Well, now there's an easier way to have access that's more friendly to the environment and that's steep, steep coffee. And we've got Ron Scadina joining us. Ron, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Quite an honor. We love coffee here, as you can imagine. We're up quite early, and this is a great way to get coffee on the go, but also to enjoy it if you're someone who loves the outdoors. The coffee is fantastic uh, in the outdoors. It's great um, on the run. All you need to do is add a little bit of uh, hot water or cold water, actually, and you can make coffee within two to three minutes. Which is something that makes it nice and convenient for everyone to get their hands on some delicious coffee. And so steep coffee is a new way for people to enjoy it. So for people who have not heard of steep, can you explain what it is to us? Simply coffee in a tea bag. We, we've created a proprietary process to actually grind the coffee at a certain micron, put the coffee in a special sachet that allows the water to agitate the coffee, and then we nitrogen seal the coffee in a bag so we have a 12-month shelf life, and it's fully compostable. So you can take it anywhere you want to go, and we're using the SCA specifications to... 14.2 uh, grams of coffee to eight ounces of water. Which makes it super convenient, and especially for those people who are outdoor enthusiasts. So whether you're skiing, biking, hiking, backpacking, camping, this is the perfect way to have this in your car ready to go. That way you can have coffee whenever you want it. Have you, have you had a chance to try it? I have not had a chance to try it yet, and I'm a coffee Fiend. If I told you how many cups of coffee I've had alone today, you would be amazed. Well, if you, you know, it's interesting. If you go to our website, you'll see that you pop down a little, um, pop down on where to get the coffee, and it's at 5,000 points of distribution across the country right now, including uh, Whole Foods nationally and uh, 576 Walmart stores as well. So it's easy for people to get their hands on steep coffee. And something that's special about what you guys do is you're also blending in these mushrooms that help support immune systems, which this is kind of a phase or like a fad right now that's taking over having this mushroom support. So interesting you bring that up. We, we actually package right now for 450 roasters across America that pay us to package for them using our technology. One of our partners and our first partner in the functional space created a product with mushrooms that they infuse into the coffee. We package it for them, so we're their packaging partner. They're using our proprietary method to secure the coffee, keep it fresh, but they've created this uh, proprietary process on the mushroom side of the infusion. They're in Colorado, and the name of that company is Peak Steak. Peak State, S-T-A-T-E, and they're one of our partners. And uh, as you know, that we've been nominated for an award for innovation, not only with our packaging, but with the, the mushroom coffee as well. 
Which is something that's so incredible. And the fact that you guys are so sustainable for our environment really shows that you love that outdoor lifestyle, which also speaks volumes to your product since this is one that you can always use when you're enjoying the outdoors. And the nice thing was when you get done using it, you won't leave an imprint right on the, it, it'll break down since it's fully compostable. And there's nothing else like it in the world. So what was the inspiration behind Steep? Our CEO was, he used to take a suitcase full of uh, equipment, a scale, a pour over uh, kettle, um, coffee, and his grinder. And he would spend all this time packing everything to go to his in-laws. And he said, he thought, there's got to be a simpler way. So he started innovating and creating this about seven years ago so that when he travels now, all he needs is a steep sachet, coffee in a tea bag. And the nice thing is it also makes cold brew overnight within 24 hours. So you just add cold water. It makes cold brew. It's stronger in 48 hours, 72 hours. But uh, that was the innovation. A, a man named uh, Josh Wilbur created it. Which, I mean, I've mentioned it now. I love coffee and I love caffeine. And you're not going to miss any of the caffeine with regular coffee by enjoying a bag of steep, correct? Correct. So what we did is we, we looked at French press and we looked at pour over. And we combined these two in creating this sachet. So when you dip and dunk it, it extracts and agitates the coffee so that it yields the caffeine that's in normal French press or a pour over. So we call this method the French press without the mess. And you and I all know that we've made French press and left it on the counter too long because our partners then had to remind us it should be in the garden. The grind should be in the garden, not on the counter. Right. My mom is a big coffee drinker as well, and she has an espresso machine at home. And yeah, she goes through the coffee grounds or the espresso bean grounds so frequently that that's something that she definitely uses in her garden. Now, as people are looking into getting it, you guys do carry a lot of different types of coffee. And so which one is your favorite? I love uh, a coffee that we had roasted by uh, one of our partners in Oakland from Mr. Espresso. And we created a coffee that's French roasted, but it's also roasted over oak wood. So, um, the nice thing is the way it roasts then, it takes longer to roast the coffee, but it brings out this in, these incredible flavors that you don't get unless you use Oakwood. So I like the breakwater coffee. That's my uh, favorite. And this coffee also won the award at the Nexties at the Expo uh, 2021 as best new coffee and coffee and tea category. So the breakwater is my favorite. But I also like the eventide when I don't want the caffeine in the afternoon. It's a single origin Ethiopian Swiss water process. So you get also this incredible coffee without any chemicals or decaf. I feel like coffee is such a simple luxury, but it is a luxury product for so many. And this is just such a great way for people to enjoy it, have a smaller carbon footprint while doing so. And then, of course, probiotics, immune system boosting and all of these great aspects to just make that simple pleasure even better. After listening to you, I, I would definitely ask you to join our team <laughs> as, as an evangelist because you obviously understand it well. And I appreciate your, the time and energy you spent to learn about what we do and how we do it and just being able to share it with the world. 
Ron, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us and thank you for taking that carbon footprint that coffee has been leaving behind and getting rid of it. That way you can be sustainable, caffeinated, and also if you need probiotics or your immune system boosted, you're ready to go. If you haven't seen Good Day Vale lately, here's what you've been missing. and I'm the host of Good Day Vale, and you can find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 or on our website at tvavale.com and on YouTube. We're here to serve the Vale Valley, and we look forward to sharing our story with all of you. Hi there. Are you ready to explore famous neighborhoods from New York City to Kentucky? Watch The Neighborhood with host Nicole Newman. Featuring famous people, unique history, and delicious places to eat and drink. Our viewers get an inside personal look at each neighborhood. With each episode we learn, grow, laugh, and live like a local, not just a visitor. Welcome to the neighborhood. Check your local program schedule and tune in. Join us in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I am very excited about this particular segment. Naked and Afraid Castaways, Kara Bennett and Andrew Shade are with me virtually, and I'm so stoked to talk to them. How are you guys doing this morning? And thank you so much for joining. I'm doing great. great. Thanks for having us. Oh, you guys look beautiful. I love this moment. <laughs> you look gorgeous. So <laughs> naked and afraid. Well, normally, yeah. Normally we're filthy and dirty and. And naked and afraid, I heard both <laughs> <laughs> you guys look gorgeous. I am so excited. So I Googled, I looked up, I learned all things about you guys. And I wanted to know this season, what is so different than before with the naked and afraid castaways? 
You know, Naked and Afraid, I think, just keeps pushing the envelope, like going for more and more difficult. What is scarier? What's yeah. going to make us more afraid? And Castaways, we started with nothing. Often uh, in the, the history of the challenge, you know, we start with a blade or a fire starter yeah. pots. And uh, that makes a big difference in the wild, living in the jungle. But this time we had nothing. So we were thrown on an island as if our ship had just wrecked. And the only thing that we have is what we could find out there to survive. So it literally felt like we were in a survival situation. Okay, so you yeah, were I, naked and you were very much afraid as well, both things. <laughs> That's insane. I don't. I could not do that. I would last like 30 seconds. <laughs> it's, it's not for the faint of heart, I'll tell you that. And uh, it pushes you to boundaries. You'll, you'll learn things about yourself out there like, man, if the end of the world really came, <laughs> yes. could I make it? And this, this is like my doomsday practice. <laughs> I feel like this would be more of a ideal survival situation. Like if you're going to be stranded on an island, if you're shipwrecked or you're in an airplane crash, you're not going to have the essential tools that you need to survive in this situation. So I think that's what makes this right. season um, so interesting. Yeah, no, I love that. And you're so true. That's so right. And it, I mean, let's hope it never happens to any of us, but it could happen. I got the biggest <laughs> question that I got from so many people, they wanted to know, what did you guys cover yourself with? What berries, bushes, sticks, twigs? <laughs> that literally was the biggest question. Everyone was like, ask them, please. So if you can let us know, or maybe give us a little teaser. I, yeah, I would say a lot of people like, hey, don't you make clothes out there? Yeah. Well, what people don't think about is like, we're worried about dehydration, bugs eating us alive, the heat, yeah. the cold. So clothes actually falls way down on the <laughs> list of important things. And not only that, even if you make clothes out of palm fronds, you're moving and climbing trees and jumping rock they to rock, apart. they fall apart very quickly. Oh yeah. my gosh. You get, you get over being naked really fast because you've got so many other important things you have to worry about. Well, and I love that you yep. said that because I feel like, you know, we come into this world naked, we leave naked and that's, I mean, did you at some point just you with the cameras around, you just think you don't even think about it anymore. I'm assuming you're just like you're saying, focus on the things that really matter. Well, for sure. <laughs> she said I, this she, challenge. Well. Yeah, the, this the challenge deal. was. Go ahead, Andrew. No, go ahead, Karen. I, uh, like, oh I love it. <laughs> go ahead. You have a camera crew following you around. You've got a camera in all your crevices. So there is an element of being aware of bending over and sitting down. And so you are hyper aware of that kind of stuff. So yeah, there is an element of being a little cautious about what you're doing naked. We need to keep it real, Karen. I, I love that. Cause I definitely would be like, mm, okay, move back 10 feet, please. Like, thank you. <laughs> Did you guys feel, I guess, I don't know how much you can um, divulge to us. But did you guys feel at any one point more threatened or more aware of the severity of the situation than another time? Yeah, I think I, I started Castaways with just kind of these rose-colored glasses. It's like, this is going to be fun. It's going to be an adventure. Right. And when we were thrown from the boat, I was injured by an animal within the first, oh. like, three minutes. No way. And uh, <laughs> that's what it was like this is not just come and play on an island. I really have to fight to survive. Like this island tried to kill me in the first few minutes. Wow. And people say like, but you're safe. You have a crew around you, right? I'm like, mm. you got to remember animals don't work 
for Discovery Channel. <laughs> Animals don't have a contract. They're going to do whatever they want to do. And if they want to eat you, they're going to eat you. Oh, Andrew, you brought the drama hot right in the beginning. I like this makes for very good TV. <laughs> I'm excited to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd have to agree with Andrew like you just like in the very beginning you've got these elements that you can't control and when you jump out that boat you don't know if you're going to get eaten by an animal you don't know if you're going to get drowned by the waves I mean it was gnarly that first you know insertion so it's going to be really exciting to see it on Sunday <laughs> and I this is something I was wondering did you guys know the other castaways that would be present before getting on the show or was that a big aha moment surprise um, a lot of it's kept completely secret when we get out there. So uh, it's, you don't know who's going to be out there. You know, we kind of assume since uh, I've done two challenges prior on Naked and Afraid, you kind of assume it's going to be all people that have been there. But you're like, I don't know if it's someone new. I don't know if they're going to be fun. I don't know if they're going to be an <laughs> awful villain. I don't know right. uh, what that's going to be like. Those human dynamics, they play a huge part in this. Yes, the 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 weather and the animals and all the bugs, all that is one big piece of it. But humans, like how you're going to interact and right. work with them, that's another thing you have to survive. Well, I think it's challenge, I think, honestly. I feel very lucky I got to talk to you guys. I'm Team Karen, Andrew. I already follow you on Instagram. You guys are dope. I'm definitely going to check it out. Where can we all watch this amazing show? Yeah, you can watch it on Sunday, July 30th on Discovery at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Guys, I'm going to be there with my popcorn. I am, Andrew, I'm going to be sad when you get hurt by that animal, but I'll be cheering for you nonetheless. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for getting up so early and chilling with us here on Good Morning Vale. Heck yeah. Thank you so much for having us. And on our next challenge, we're taking you with us. Don't oh. worry, we'll protect you, but you're coming with us. Um, guys, I feel like the three of us would be best friends. I don't think I'd last very long. You have to help this one out a lot. Thank you guys so much. I'll help you a lot. <laughs> Keep Thank it right you. here for more Good Morning Vale. Familia de TV8, estamos muy emocionados de seguir avanzando nuestra programación en español. Recientemente tuvimos un exitoso evento donde colaboramos con nuestra comunidad para desarrollar ideas sobre nuestro contenido y nuestra programación en español. Así que muchísimas gracias a todas las personas que asistieron. Y si no tuviste la oportunidad de contribuir, aún puedes mandarme tus comentarios a través de correo electrónico. Y además te invitamos a seguir nuestras nuevas redes sociales para estar al tanto de todo nuestro contenido en español. Nos encuentras en Instagram y Facebook, arroba TV8 Conexión Latina o nuestra página web tv8bell.com diagonal Conexión Latina. Recuerda que puedes sintonizar toda la programación de TV8 a través del canal 92 de Comcast o nuestra página web tv8bell.com. TV8 is excited to continue making progress to our Spanish programming. We recently had a successful event at our studio where we collaborated with community members to develop ideas for the future of our Spanish programming. So thank you to everyone who came out. And if you didn't get a chance to contribute, you can still send me your comments via email. You can also now follow our new Spanish social media accounts on Facebook and Instagram at TV8 Conexión Latina or our website tv8vel.com slash Conexión Latina so you can stay up to date on all our Spanish content. Remember, you can also tune in to all of our TV8 programming on Comcast Channel 92 or our website at tv8vel.com. Well, Archer and I are going to get headed on further down the trail, but I hope you'll catch up with us a little bit later. Hi, I'm Ben Roof, and I'm one of the new hosts here at TV8. 
I'm so excited to share all of my explorations throughout the Vale Valley with my dog Archer, where we'll be taking you to hiking trails, biking trails, maybe we'll go rafting, fishing, or whatever else we can come up with. I'm so excited to share all of that with you in my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Don't forget to catch up with us every day right here at TV8Vale or at TV8Vale.com because there's always more for you on 92. Lisa Pascal. And I'm Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Do you have any personal stories you can share? Do I? <laughs> yes, I so, do. So even though you work for some good deals, too good to miss on flash deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. Welcome back to the show. A little bit earlier this week, Kimberly had the opportunity to sit down with Kevin and talk a little bit about all things All Points North. Let's take a listen to that conversation. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, this is a fun piece and interview for me because we have Kevin Shields switching hats to chat with us about wellness and mental health and all things that you can do for it. So, Kevin, hi again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Well, we talk a lot about in the valley, about how we're all health conscious and the wellness part of why we're here and the exercise with the mountain biking, the hiking, all those fun outdoor activities that we take part in. And so what do you do, for example, to for your health and wellness? Sure. I think something as simple as just getting out and going for a walk, you know, that really does help, you know, mm -hmm. just to step away, take a moment to be present, you know, and I, it's so important to do that. But you know, and then you've got that adrenaline rush if you're doing something a little bit more aggressive, like, right. you know, a bike ride and uh, or just simply going to the gym and knowing that you're pushing yourself to your max limit for the day. Yeah. And in the Vale Valley here, we've got many world class athletes that we're surrounded by. And so when we talk about health and we talk about wellness, everybody automatically migrates towards that physical mm -hmm. modality of wellness. Whereas a lot of times we forget to focus on the mental part yeah. and making sure that there is a balance there. And that's kind of what being in the mountains and having a health, healthy lifestyle is about balance. So by taking a moment and understanding that it is okay to talk about your mental balance, your mental well-being and health. So there's many different ways and many different resources here in the Valley that you can take part in. Whether it's you're having a tough time, just in general, in coping with some changes, life changes in your life. I mean, some of the top life changes are if there's a death in the family, mm -hmm. unfortunately, if you're going through a move and a relocation, having a new child, adding a new addition to your family. And there's many, many other things that can really come into play to kind of throw that balance out. And if you feel yourself kind of getting out of balance, you know, it's completely acceptable to go and talk to a therapist about it. It really is. 
You know, I think the, the mental piece is really an important space. You know, you don't think about how important rest factors into that and being able to set boundaries and say no, and sometimes you need help to do that in an external right. resource. So talk to me a little bit more about, about that. And, you know, you are very involved in, in that community. So tell me more. Yeah, since in the last two, a uh, little over two years, I've been involved in the health and wellness business and dealing with substance abuse and behavioral health. Now, the substance abuse aspect of it, you know, there's a lot of questions around what, what happens first. Is, does the substance abuse create the trauma or does the trauma create the substance abuse? And it's completely up to the individual. And different people process things in different ways. That's mm -hmm. why maybe finding that individual therapist to kind of walk through and talk through what you might be feeling or going through may help you in those coping mechanisms. You mentioned sleep, paramount importance. Mm -hmm. If you don't get enough sleep, you're not going to be 100%. And then and things can snowball from there. If you go into work or you try to engage in, in, with your family and you haven't had enough rest, you're not going to be 100%. And so things tend to then just kind of follow that sequence of events. So realizing it, number one, mm -hmm. and making sure that you've got those resources handy is the first step. Now, if it gets more serious and there's several... Uh, Things in our community you can reach out to, Speak Up, Reach Out, is a great program for suicide prevention. So if you see someone, a friend, family, or yourself, you see those telltale time, times of, I'm struggling right now, mm -hmm. there's resources you can reach out to to kind of help you through those rough patches, those tough times, and give you the different things to work on in your life to regain that balance. Sure. So if you you did need help and you mentioned speak up, reach out, but where would you say, like, what would be the very, very first step somebody can address within themselves or reaching out to somebody? Well, I think, I think once you realize that that's the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. And then what's even more important is realize it's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's okay to feel that way. Depression is okay. Yeah. Being sad is okay. Those are emotions. And a lot of times when you work with a clinician, you'll talk about that emotional wheel and where things go. And on the outer parts of that emotional wheel are those things like sadness and, and oh, I feel lonely. And addressing them at those stages are, are when it's most important. Because if you let them go, it's gonna kind of dive down, dig a little bit deeper into the depression part. Mm -hmm. and, and then you've got a little harder work to do. It's not insurmountable. Mm -hmm. It's easy to get there. But realizing it, number one, realizing it's okay to address and deal with, number two, is 90% of the battle. And then find one of those resources that fits you. Mm -hmm. Not everything fits everybody. I mean, we've got Vale Health has a certain uh, segment that they deal with. We've got All Points North, which I'm very well familiar with in working with them. So there's a lot of different resources out there to really get and find what fits with you. Um, you know, clinicians are clinicians and they deal with their certain specialties. So finding out kind of where you're at and where that may fit best into your life, into your lifestyle and kind of where your goals want to take you. Well, and it's not a, a full commitment if you're scared to, to take that first step. You can right. just have that initial conversation and get things rolling. And usually it's, it's nice because sometimes it's somebody that you are not tied to in your personal life. It makes you connect a little bit better. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know from All Points North, for example, they've got a lot of podcasts that are out there mm -hmm. with individuals that have gone through the program being very candid about 
what they went through, how they got there, and how they're getting out. And I know up there, there's a lot of celebrities, a lot of professional athletes, but it's not just for that clientele. There's, it, it caters to just about everybody. And I think with clinicians, it isn't if you're at a certain level or a certain area, that's just for you. It's everybody's affected mm -hmm. by this. And obviously COVID, when we went through that, not to beat a dead horse, but that took a lot of people down and really brought mental health to the forefront and made us realize and respect that those emotions do come up in every single one of us. And be responsible to yourself mm -hmm. and think about yourself. Be a little selfish and take care of that. It's just learning how to set boundaries, and sometimes yep. that's hard to do, especially when you, we are, as a society, consistently pushed to keep on that straight-line trajectory up the mountain. But reality right. is, just like hiking, you're not going straight up. You're following different paths, and right. you're traversing across to go up. And so it's, it's really important to know that sometimes if you are in that mental health space, you can you won't be there forever. Yeah. It's just a season. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. It's a natural reaction, mm -hmm. and it is an emotion. There's many emotions out there. We feel them all depending on what stage of life we're in, what we're going through at that certain time, and learning it's okay and addressing it mm -hmm. and, and appreciating it for what it is and then moving on. So, Kevin, what advice would you have to take that first step, to get outside, to find a clinician? How would you advise somebody if they were to come to you? There's a lot of resources here in town that you can go to. Like I said, All Points North. You've got Vale Health that's got mm -hmm. theirs. There's a lot of different areas you can go to. All you have to do is Google Mental Health, Vale Valley. Everything will pop up and, you know, and, and then addressing it. But talk about it. And that's where the, the organization we were speaking of earlier, Speak Up, Reach Out, talking about it mm -hmm. is, is half the battle. It really is. But I'd... going for a walk, clearing your head, appreciating the beautiful surrounding that we're in and realizing maybe that moment, that emotion that you're feeling, it is, it, it's not a forever moment. It's true. Getting some sleep, putting your phone away. Right, right. At night when you go to bed, I think is very Absolutely. important as well. Yep. Changing your habits. Changing your habits, definitely. Well, Kevin, yeah. it's so fun to talk to yeah. you about your area of expertise. I know there are many more, but to have you here uh, guest hosting with me and then also just talking about what you do outside of TV8 is really important. Well, it's certainly my pleasure and something I'm very passionate about. It's very evident, so we appreciate that. Now stay tuned. We have a little bit more here on Good Morning Vale. We'll be right back after this. Good Morning Vale. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at leadvillerailroad.com. Join us in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode. 
and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Welcome back to this second hour of Good Morning Vale. What an amazing first hour we had, and this second hour will be just as brilliant. Our very own Ben is going to talk to a senior advisor at AARP. Myself, Gretchen, the glitz and glam with Gretchen, I head over to Lion's Head Jewelry, and we're going to talk about all things Therapy Thursday. Good Morning Vale starts right now. Welcome to the TV8 Weather Center. I'm Ben Roof. Let's take a quick look at today's forecast. We're starting off this morning at around 61 degrees, moving towards a high of about 83 towards the late afternoon with a chance of rain about 40%, scattered thunderstorms throughout the day with the winds 10 to 15 miles an hour. And then as we look to the hourly forecast there, again, starting at 61, partly cloudy, staying partly cloudy throughout the day. Noon, 78 degrees. 4 p.m. 77 and with scattered thunderstorms and then as we get to the evening it's starting to cool off 71 degrees still partly cloudy and then as we take a look at that I-70 corridor it's going to be warm down in Denver starting off at 82 degrees still partly cloudy 92 degrees I should say sorry 83 in Vail 84 in Avon and 87 in Eagle just a little bit warmer down valley there as we look overnight, 20% chance of rain with a low of 52 degrees, partly cloudy with winds south to southeast, 5 to 10 miles an hour. And then as we look at the rest of the week here, coming over at 84 is our high on Friday, mostly sunny with a 20% chance of precipitation. And then 86% or 86 degrees with a 20% chance of precipitation, mostly sunny on Saturday. Sunday with a pretty good chance of thunderstorms, 50% with a high of 86. And then our afternoon thunderstorms still in Monday, 
with a high of 81 and then 78 degrees on Tuesday with a 50% chance of sun thunderstorms. I want to thank Sun and Ski so much for being our weather sponsor today. If you need any outdoor equipment, be sure to head over to their location in Chapel Square there in Avon for all of your outdoor sporting needs. Map Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 7 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail, Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoreboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. TV8 in Vail. I'm Avisha Scarborough at the Gerald R. Ford Amphitheater. We'll see you next time. Hi friends, welcome to a little behind the scenes. I'm Avisha Scarborough and I'm so excited to be part of the team at TV8 in Vail. I love the outdoor lifestyle here. I love the arts and culture and I love being part of this community. My show is called Vail Vibes with Avisha where I tell you about all the amazing activities going on here in Vail and surrounding areas all year round. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. this next segment, the Glitz and Glam with Gretchen. I have so much fun doing it. It is such a blast. 
and I got to go over to Lion's Head Jewelry, the beautiful jewelry and fossil and mineral store, and talk to a dear friend, Tina Medina. So let's definitely check that out. Welcome to the Glitz and Glam with Gretchen. I'm your host, Gretchen Pleshaw, here in beautiful Lion's Head. I am so excited to show you the Lion's Head Jewelry Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Let's take a look. Welcome to the Glitz and Glam with Gretchen. I'm your host, Gretchen Pleshaw. I'm so excited to be at the Lion's Head Jewelers Mineral and Fossil Gallery here with Tina, who I adore, and she knows all things minerals, fossils, and I have to say crystals, which I love. <laughs> how are you doing, Tina? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. I am so in awe of this store. It's a gallery. It's a store. You can, It's like a one-stop shop. It's a moment. I feel like it's literally a vibe. I love it here. Yeah, we um, love to just spread positive energy. We have lots of beautiful crystals, jewelry, yes. fossils, um, something for everybody. And that's what I really love is looking outside, looking in. It is high end and it's beautiful, mm -hmm. but there's children coming in here learning about especially the woolly mammoth behind us. <laughs> yeah, he's really a sight to see. He's our new baby of the gallery. Um, we love to have families in here. We love to educate. We love to learn. Um, so we just like to keep it, you know, light and airy and fun. And I love all the crystals, the fossils. And it's so neat because I saw earlier when the store was open that a woman came in here and she was drawn to a certain crystal. And you have crystals all different sizes, prices, something for everyone, like you were saying. Yeah, we definitely um, believe that crystals find you. You don't really find your crystals. They pick you. I love that. Um, so it's kind of like a beautiful thing to come in here and look at different crystals and see different fossils and just like kind of explore the store. And we love educating and just like letting people know what things are. And who is the newest member of this store that is right behind us? Uh, this is Manny the Mammoth. He is just an incredible specimen. We got him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, it's just so cool to think that um, a creature from the Ice Age um, is in our gallery. So awesome. Super cool. So they roam the earth about 300,000 years ago um, and then they went extinct uh, between 4,000 to 10,000 years ago so that's about the age of Manny. Um, and, and how did he, sorry to interrupt no, you, yeah. but how did he get called Manny? How um, did he get the, his name? The kids just um, would come in and uh, Manny from Ice Age, the yes. movie. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, and so it kind of just fit with him and <laughs> that's his coined name now, yeah. Well, and I love that I know he is for sale as well. Yeah. But you said you're going to keep him here for a while so people can really learn all about Manny. And I, yeah. that's something I love about this store is that you come in and it's, it's an experience. You can buy things, you can look at things, you are learning from other people. You're really educated and knowledgeable. Everyone that 
works here knows about the obviously about everything, but especially about Manny's. So yeah, really cool. kind of museum trip like. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And you know, I think that um, we all just take pride in the fact that we try to learn as much as we can about every fossil that comes through yeah. here, um, and we know a lot about minerals and uh, you know the chemical makeups of the minerals too. So and cool. um, we just try to educate ourselves, and um, we have a lot of geologists and paleontologists that come through, and they actually educate us. Us, which is really nice That's too. That's so neat. Yeah. So it's just like we coin ourselves as just kind of also you can look at beautiful things, but you could also learn a lot about history and beautiful things as well. I love that. And I know that something that is really different and makes you guys unique is the price points. Right. There is something for everyone in here. We just saw a little girl buy, a, I think I'm going to get one too, a really <laughs> neat, was it quartz or a crystal? It was the healing the heart. Yeah, yeah. selenite heart. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have price points everywhere. So if you're a high-end collector, we have something for you. If you're a family coming in looking for something like just a little gift to take yeah. home with you, we have lots of different price points. Um, $5 all the way up to thousands of dollars in the gallery. So something for everybody. That is so amazing. And yeah. what is your favorite part? I know that working here must be a dream come true, especially for you, who loves crystals and loves all of that. Yeah, it was all, um, everything happens for a reason. And I don't really call this a job. It's really a passion of mine. Yeah. I love crystals. I love learning. And every day is such a learning experience. So. That's so awesome. Yeah. And do you find that, because I know you're right in the heart of Lion's Head. Mm -hmm. Where are you located exactly, just so everyone kind of knows? Um, we're located up the stairs from the ice rink, and we're kind of in the heart of Lion's Head, so we're kind of centrally located. Cool. And do you see a lot of families come through here? Do you see just... What is it? Who are your main buyers? Or is it across the board, like you were saying? It's across the board. It's such a beautiful thing. We have people from all over the world that come in and visit us. Um, we also have tons of families in here. Um, and we just love talking about everything that there is to talk about. So. Well, right now you have, I, can, I can't wait to show everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are crystals all around. The energy feels so good. There's fossils. There's Manny, our dear friend behind us. <laughs> what? I know this is really hard, loaded question, but what is your favorite, if you had to pick a few items in the store right now, because I know you have things coming and going. Yeah. What is, yeah, what are some of your favorites? Um, I have a clear quartz over there that I love dearly, so I'll be sad when she leaves. <laughs> I was going to say that yeah. be hard. You're like, oh, yeah. I'll buy. <laughs> it's all energy. Um, the woolly rhino in the window, who is also going to be leaving, but we have another one coming in because I didn't even know a whole lot, so I'm very educated in what cool. he now is. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, but you know what? They're all um, special in their own ways. I love, <laughs> you're like, right, we don't discriminate yeah. against the different crystals. I love all the babies in here. Yeah. And I saw in the window there were some, um, oh, they're the kind of toys for kids as well. Yeah. Yeah, what? Tell us oh. a little bit about that because I thought that was really interesting as well. Yeah. Yeah, we have um, Bumblebee and Optimus Prime. Yes. and it's How um, did I not know that? I know. <laughs> Recycled metal artist from oh, Las Vegas. Cool. Um, you could see some of their bigger pieces, at, like Caesar's Palace and stuff like that. Oh um, wow! But we carry the smaller guys, and they're a big hit. And like I said, it's all recycled car parts and motorcycle parts, oh, and so cool. they're really unique. But that's I I know I'm a big fan of this store. Obviously, <laughs> I shouldn't even say store; it's a space. It yeah. really is a moment. It is. It is a moment. It is an experience. Experience. Yeah. I like that better. It yeah. is, it's more yeah classier. An experience. <laughs> 
But truly, you come in here and you're just in awe of everything. And then to think that you can not only take it all in, but you can buy it and you can purchase it is pretty, yeah. it's pretty amazing. Yeah. We love everyone to come in and take a piece home, um, you know, whatever calls to you. And um, that's the biggest thing is we just love uh, seeing the energy flow through here and spreading positive energy. And you can feel it. I mean, the moment I, today has been a rush day, you know, it's, <laughs> so much going on and we're all a little tired from the summer and I walked in and I felt refreshed and good and just good vibes centered I should say yeah we're yeah. really mindful um, as a team uh, from the top down you know we're all family um, and we are really mindful of where we put certain things and we're very aware of all that. the energy and like how it flows so Tina I know we've talked a lot about the fossils and as well as beautiful crystals but I know you guys have gorgeous jewelry Tell me a little bit about that because yeah. I was kind of eyeing it as I came in. <laughs> <laughs> we have lots of beautiful jewelry. We have um, a wide range of jewelry as well. We yeah. have everything from very high-end um, GIA certified rubies, sapphires, and wow. diamonds and gold. Um, we have lots of sterling silver um, and different minerals um, in and that respect too. And I saw some turquoise. I am obsessed with turquoise. You have like a wall. I was so yeah. excited. Yeah. We're really proud of our Native American um, section. Cool. Just gorgeous jewelry for from New Mexico and Arizona, um, all different types of turquoise from all over set in sterling silver. I love that. The jewelry is stunning. I'm Thank like, you. if anyone wants to get me a piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're really beautiful pieces. And um, I think that a lot of people, we have like a wide variety of, yeah. for everybody's taste. I agree, it's yeah. stunning. Thank you so much for everything today. It's been, be I can't wait to come in and shop. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Come again. Oh, I will. Yeah. <laughs> I keep right here for more of the Glitz and Glam with Gretchen. Hello everyone, now is the time to refresh your floors. I'm Mandy Benedict, I'd love to invite you into our showroom to explore our 12,000 square foot showroom where you can view all different floors installed, see what it looks like in a larger space. One of our uh, greatest growing products is waterproof wood flooring, which for our environment with kids and dogs and ski boot and our mountain lifestyle, this is a great flooring option. I brought one of the planks with me today. They're nice, long, wide planks. They're embossed on grain, so they look beautiful, but they perform really well in our mountain lifestyle. We have all employee installers. They've been working for over a decade with us, and we have a lifetime installation warranty. So not only do we make sure that the client gets what they want, we know what this climate needs. We have beautiful reclaimed floors, herringbone, really anything that you're looking for to update your home or your business. We have it at Ruggs Benedict. We provide free estimates. So come in and visit us in the store. We'd love to see you.
Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. We are loving being with the Coverbridge Magazine, coordinating with them and having them here on the show. And they had the chance to interview Jennifer Weintraub. So keep it right here and let's check it. Check it out with the Coverbridge Magazine. Hi everyone, welcome to Covered Bridge on TV8. My name is Kim Fuller. I am the co-owner of Jaunt Media Collective in Westvale and the editor-in-chief of Covered Bridge Magazine. And I'm Bobby LaRue, the other co-owner and the director of partnerships at Covered Bridge Magazine. We have the pleasure today of sitting down with Jennifer Weintraub, a longtime local here at the Vale Valley. She's a fantastic creative who does a lot of contributing to Covered Bridge Magazine. So we're excited to have Jen on the couch today here at Covered Bridge on TV8. Welcome, Jen. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I, I just mentioned you're a longtime local in the Valley. How long have you actually been in the Vale Valley or well, Eagle River Valley? Yeah, I've been here for almost 15 years. Um, I came here, like many people, just for a winter, and I, I don't know, I kind of, I found a husband, I found a job, we found a home, and this is, we, we love it, and this is where we like, raise our family. Um, and I have two kids who are three months and two and a half. And Jennifer does uh, a lot of contributing to Covered Bridge. You've done photography. You were our cover uh, photographer last summer, a beautiful yep. mountain bike shot on the Grand Traverse. Yes. And you do style for us, which, you know, she's a great consultant for that, obviously. And the article that we're focusing on today is about mountain mamas and tips for postpartum specifically. Mm -hmm. um, so for the summer fall issue, uh, the title of the magazine, yeah, Tips for Mountain Mamas, the truth behind postpartum recovery. And uh, Jennifer was sharing with me earlier that the, the article was a struggle for you. And tell me a little bit yeah. about that. So I originally pitched you the article. I was probably two weeks postpartum and I wanted to still be in the magazine. So was, I wanted to send you something and I just, anything I wrote, it didn't, it didn't sit right. And part of that was I was writing this when I was, had a newborn, you know, one or two months old. And I'm working during naps and nights, which are these tiny little windows of like one hour to one and a half hours. You're not on a ton of sleep. You know, our sleep is pretty good, but you're just not yourself. You're not focused. And then you have this little window and you're like, okay, sit down, be creative, right, go. <laughs> like Things just don't, you just can't turn on like that and I think that was why I struggled through this is getting a clear mind without any distraction of all the other million things you have to do that are running through your mind um, and also because I was in it you know writing this about postpartum recovery like I hadn't even recovered yet because I was so fresh and in it but I knew this being my second pregnancy I had learned so much from the first one. I had a better plan of what I was going to do with this pregnancy. So I, I did have a better idea, and I've been working with, um, with physical therapy of pelvic floor specialists, and so I knew a lot more going into this one. Um, mm -hmm. But it was really tough. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, well, this quote and... Um, Mm. I, I'm going to read this just to set the tone for, mm. I think this, this poured mm. out of you in the sense of like, this mm. is what I was going through with the article, mm -hmm. but also in the moment, in the sense it's um, not exactly what, the expectations can be, can be different than what yep. you may, maybe have thought, especially you, know, you had already had one baby and then you had another and mm -hmm. so different experiences. Um, so Jennifer writes, within six months of giving birth, I thought I would feel like myself again, but I was far from healed. 
Many women, especially those who were active before and during pregnancy, expect to, expect to bounce back quickly. I was surprised at how long my body didn't feel like my own. Recovery from pregnancy takes longer than most would expect, even for the fittest of athletes. Stephanie Drew, a certified women's health specialist at Howard Head Sports Medicine, says it's normal for it to take up to two years to feel fully recovered. Yeah, that was a big surprise for me. Um, so I started working with Stephanie Drew. She's a physical therapist at Howard Head Sports Medicine who specializes in women's health and pelvic floor. And during my second pregnancy, I had so much pain in my lower back and shooting down my leg that I couldn't, I could barely walk. Eventually it went away. I think it was just how the baby was sitting, but I started going to her to see what we could do. And in going to her for that, I started asking all these other questions about, okay, well, we're not really solving anything right now, so I just have to let it go and embrace this is where I am and do what I can, which is walk when I could. And then we started just talking about what do I need to do for postpartum? And, you know, my first pregnancy, they said at six weeks, you're cleared. I'm like, okay, great, I can start running. And I told her that, and she, she was like, no. Not that you can't, but running is such a high-impact sport on your pelvic floor, which is stretched so much during pregnancy and your core which is stretched and so now you have no stability and your core that's the stability for all movement that you do and so you can start exercising right after pregnancy but not those high impact sports and I had no idea so I actually followed her directions this time and waited the full 12 weeks to start running but that was when she said it it takes two years up to it can take up to two years I was really surprised when you think about it. And women, you know, your body's being stretched, your hormones are crazy, and it just, <clears throat> there's a lot of things going on in your body. And if you were to have, if you have knee surgery, yes, you can ski the next year, but you don't have that full strength in your knee. You're not skiing to the same level of aggressiveness that you were before surgery. Probably your second season, you're back skiing as aggressively as you were before. And I just didn't think about that with pregnancy. You just expect, okay, six weeks, you should start healing again. But it takes that long for everything to recover. And not only that, for you to build your strength back up. Um, so a few things I found interesting when I was talking to them were, you know, one of them is your body heals and recovers when you're sleeping. And new mamas aren't sleeping very much. Mm -hmm. um, so it takes a lot longer to recover. So I've noticed this time, sometimes I feel great and I run and maybe I'll do it one or two days in a row and then I'm exhausted. And so you have this level of exhaustion that you don't have when you're totally okay. And you're, it just takes a lot longer for your body to recover um, because of sleep, because if you're breastfeeding, you're still sharing those nutrients with your baby. So it's not, your body still isn't your own. And I was surprised to hear how long it takes to actually re regain um, your endurance, your strength, and your fitness. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty interesting um, to hear that from you know, my side of things, right? It's like, we just get to kind of observe, and obviously you see the, the body change and you see the body react, um, but to understand that from an athletic standpoint, Mm -hmm. you, you being a pretty big mountain athlete, mm -hmm. you're, you're out there on your bike, you're out there hiking, you're out there doing all these mm -hmm. things. And 
What has also helped? You know, you, you mentioned physical, but is there some stuff you're doing for the mind to just remind yourself or, or some mantras or things that you have to, to get you through those tough times of when you might want to go running, but the body is not reacting the way you want it to? I, so I've really tried to embrace doing what I can and just having um, grace and patience through the process. And some days that's easier than others, obviously. It depends how much sleep I get, how much coffee I've had, like, you know, but it's doing what I can. So when I don't feel great, like just getting outside, like I'm going to go for a walk and, and wear the baby and, you know, just getting some fresh air is great. Um, finding the support of, of mom's groups um, is great and just taking care of yourself. But I think it's just trying to embrace like, okay, I can't run, but I can walk. I can't do this, but I can do this. And so trying to have just patience in the process because it takes a lot longer than you think and just like you're recovering from an injury if you had knee surgery or shoulder surgery or any other surgery you would give yourself that patience you'd be going to physical therapy (laughs) you'd be taking care of yourself and you'd have that time to recover and you know it would take about two years to have that strength and that muscle mass back well you speak to that I mean it's pretty amazing uh, that side of things, but I've noticed from your social media, I've noticed from you know keeping an eye on what what you and your your family is up to is uh-huh. you really haven't seemed to skip a beat. I mean, you're still <laughs> out there adventuring. I see camping. I, I think I've saw international travel already. Yeah, I mean that's pretty exceptional. Can you offer any advice to some moms out there to like? Yeah, you know, I'm not. My life isn't over. It's no. What, what is that? So we've changed our expectations. So we did go to Mexico with a three-month-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. And I think the hardest part was getting a passport photo for a five-week-old because you have to have them sit still, and that's just not possible. So, But our expectations were just we're going to eat good food, we're going to have some drinks, we're going to relax, we're going to go to the beach, we're going to go to the pool. And like we didn't have these big expectations. Like, yes, we miss like our big trips where we used to like hike all day and bike all day and like, you know, take motorbikes through Indonesia to these waterfalls and like all these crazy adventures and it's, we're not there right now. And so it's okay, let's, we're trying to focus on the things we can do. So camping, like Fruta is a great spot for kids because we can take loops and do that through the campground and finding other friends who are in the same boat as us because then we can do girls for go for a ride, guys go for a ride, and trading off. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I see other people's adventures, and it's, it's hard. So I'm like, man, I, I really miss that, and I miss doing that. And we're like, it's just for now. Like, they're little, and it's just for now. So it's like, what can we do? But in that, we've also found other destinations and other things to do. So it's, where's a spot that we can go hiking? And we found, you know, we find different things were, you know, other than like, we're going to go to our same places that we always go, like Moab and Crested Butte and all these places. And we haven't been to Moab in years because it's doesn't all, they're all big rides and they're Mm -hmm. spread out. So Mm -hmm. we miss it, but what can we do? Mm -hmm. And so there's, I think trying to shift that focus and it's not always easy, but it's more important to get out and do something than to stay at home and do nothing. And like, you're not always going to have everything right. Like, when we went camping, I I packed, like, the wrong clothes, and I forgot this, and I didn't do that. And it's a learning experience. And so 
I didn't get it right, but I'm like, okay, so next time I wanna bring like these pants or this toy for them or whatever it is, but like you only learn by doing. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, like sometimes failure, you learn the best, like you just, yeah. Like, you have to get through it, but I think the fear of holding back is worse than mm-hmm. staying at home and having that regret. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll have to potentially have a follow-up piece that's <laughs> adventuring with kids, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll continue to have Jennifer contribute to Covered Bridge in ways that, you know, are so interesting to readers, and mm-hmm. this has been... Um, very interesting for all of the viewers and definitely um, a worthwhile conversation and, and more to come. So yep. congratulations thank you. on baby number two thank and you. continuing mm-hmm. to get out there with your family. And thank you so much for contributing to this Absolutely. issue. Definitely mm-hmm. pick it up. Uh, summer and fall, the journey issue of Covered Bridge magazine. And this has been Covered Bridge on TV8. We'll see you next time. that time where we're talking sun and ski sports product of the week now if you like to get out there and enjoy the trails on your bike well it's really important that you keep your head nice and safe and so right now I've got the Giro manifest spherical in front of me now this helmet has some fancy new technology the spherical part is progressive layering with dual density liners to address high and low impact speed so you can see as I wiggle the top of the helmet it is fully moving now this helmet also comes equipped with MIPS which which stands for multi-directional impact protection system, which keeps your brain just extra safe when you're out there riding. And if you do happen to have one of those accidents, well then it will help you stay nice and safe. This helmet has a lot of really nice features. It has the wind tunnel ventilation on it, making it so that you stay cool when you're out there enjoying your nice ride. So I'm gonna flip this helmet right around to the front so you can see all of those nice wind tunnel vents. Now another great feature of this helmet is it has a movable visor That way you can protect yourself from the sun as needed in any direction. Now another great feature of this helmet is if you're right in between sizes, don't worry. It has an adjustable fit in the back, making it nice and convenient for you to get this helmet on your head to fit any shape. Now you can check out this helmet at Sun and Ski Sports. Now they have so many convenient locations, or you can shop online at their website at sunandski.com. That way you can keep yourself nice and safe out there on the trails. We want to thank them so much for bringing you this product of the week. We've got more after this. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch. 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Eyepieces of Vail has been a fixture in the Vail community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision.
Each week on The Tech Show, you can look forward to the latest in technology and how you can use it too. We'll also chat with leading experts and you'll find out if the latest gadget will take my money or not. Don't miss The Tech Show. Tech your local listings. Good morning, Bill. Welcome back to the show. Kim had a wonderful opportunity to talk to AgeWave and Edward Jones about some ways that we can help ensure our retirement. Let's go take a listen to their advice. Show. We have Beth Stentz, a Colorado financial advisor, joining us today to talk about the study that AgeWave and Edward Jones did in regard to retirement, adult dependence, and everything in between. Beth, how are you this morning? Doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. So I find it very interesting. We're talking a bit about you know people having adult dependence and, and what that looks like. So why is flexibility and the openness to change so important in retirement? Well, life can throw a lot of unexpected curveballs at us. And so some of the three biggest ones that our study found was the passing of your spouse or partner, also financial unexpected windfalls that can occur, and um, also just having, having a divorce occur. All of those things, a major health event, those can all throw you off track from what you may have put in your retirement planning. And it's it's true. It says that what the average retirement you should have is up to a million dollars, and most people are not prepared for that. So, what would you say are four key areas to ensure that you have a successful retirement? Well, we are four pillars here at Edward Jones. We like to focus on health, family, purpose, and finance. We think a more holistic approach to retirement is kind of the the new norm. We've seen a lot of change since COVID. So post-pandemic, people have shown more resilience, more willingness to change, and they really just took an overall stock of, here's what's going on in my life, and here's what I want to change. Here's what I want to see done differently for myself or for future generations. So COVID really changed a lot of mindsets. So based on, on the survey results, you know, there's six in 10 that uh, people have prepared enough for 10 years worth of retirement and 30% only are prepared for 20 years. So what, how do you advise them? Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, every client um, retirement looks a little different. So I've been with Edward Jones for 12 years now and I can say no two retirements look the same. In fact, I had a couple in last week and 
we had set his retirement age milestone at 65 and he came in and he's like, I'm still not ready to do it. I'm finding so much fulfillment in working. So yeah, you're right. About six in 10 Americans say that they can afford a comfortable retirement for 10 years, but only 30% say more than 20 that they can make it. But what we're also seeing is more people going back to work and not just for financial reasons. They're finding a lot of mental stimulation and sometimes more physical activity and a newfound sense of purpose by continuing their careers. It might look a little different, but still doing some form of work in retirement. So speaking of working, you know, you're planning for your retirement, you're planning for your family, things change. You know, how do retirees feel about supporting additional family members? That's a great question, because as of right now, a lot of clients in the pre-retiree retiree phase are a sandwich generation. So they might be caring for elder parents that didn't have long term care. And they might also be having the adult child that just moved in back home. So it's really, we like to tell clients, really prioritize yourself because retirement is something you cannot borrow for, whereas maybe your child, you can take a loan or finance college in other ways. So just really being cognizant of putting yourself first while still being able to take care of, you know, the, those you care about most. Well, I think that's, you know, a general rule. Take care of yourself first. Make sure that you're fulfilled and then you're able to pour into others. So I love that advice across the financial spectrum as well. So for retirees who have already retired, what kind of advice are you getting from them to give to future retirees? Yeah, I think the main thing is just really identify what your sense of purpose is and be okay when that changes. And evolution doesn't stop just when you leave the workforce. You can continue to reinvent yourself in new ways. Um, one thing our study revealed, adopting a pet had a huge impact on emotional well-being in retirement, as did picking up a new hobby. So I have a lot of clients that have picked up pickleball and travel for that. So just really finding new ways to engage with your community, with your family. And also something interesting the study revealed was removing toxic people from your life had just as much of an impact as maintaining quality time with loved ones you really enjoy spending time with. Well, I love the idea of a traveling pickleball team. That's so much fun and so exciting. And I think that, that it's just wonderful that you all focus on the wholeness of wellness and financial stability. It's not just the, the money side of things. I mean, look at J.K. Rowling. She started later in life, too, and has a successful author career. So I love that. where yeah. can we go for more information? <laughs> so edwardjones.com slash new retirement, and it'll have all the statistics and um, studies we just covered. Awesome. Well, Beth, thank you so much. You seem to be a joy to speak with. I think anybody should call in, get some advice from you, and also uh, use the support of Edward Jones. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Now, stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short break. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash CO. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. 
book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at leadvillerailroad.com. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I'm now joined by Troy Boussard of the AARP Veterans and Military Family Initiative. Welcome to the show. Hello, Ben. It's a pleasure to be with you to, here today. Thank you so much. So the newly passed PACT, Act, it, mm -hmm. PACT Act is presenting a lot of new opportunities and new risks for veterans and their yes. families, correct? You're, you're absolutely correct. Um, you know, you know, our goal today is to talk to you about the PACT Act and how we want to increase the awareness for veterans and military families. And then, you know, share more information about it. So, and then also as we're sharing information, that'll help arm veterans and military families to potential scams and frauds that are out there targeting this new legislation. Makes sense. Would you mind telling us a little bit about the PACT Act for those of us that aren't quite sure, sure. exactly what it's doing? No, Ben, it, it's my pleasure. Um, you know, the PACT Act is, it's an, for, stands for an acronym, uh, Promise to Address Comprehensive Toxic Act. And what it does, it expands access to VA health care benefits for veterans uh, who were exposed to burn pits, Agent Orange, and other toxic substances. Um, it was signed back on August 10th of 2022. And then August 9th, by midnight, um, if veterans will sign up will we'll go ahead and um, register for the PAC for this for this benefit it could be if approved can be retroactive to August uh, August 10th of 2022 when the act was signed so you know now you can sign after August 9th but if you want to get that retro benefit so we want to increase the awareness of that because Ben what we found is that uh, you know veterans are being targeted because the overall lack of awareness of the new law, you know, in a, in a recent survey we did, Ben, nearly two-thirds of veterans are unaware that they can receive free assistance with these benefits from the VA. So it's something wow. that we really want to increase the awareness to your viewers throughout Utah. Well, and I know that's something that has been a problem consistently, that making sure that veterans are able yeah. to access coverage and right. get the benefits they need, especially for a lot of those toxic exposure issues. And I would Absolutely. imagine that it's something that they're probably pretty grateful for. And if a scam is out there, how can they kind of identify how to get the real benefits versus how to make sure they're protecting themselves from all of the scams out there? Yeah, I, I think the key thing that we want to share uh, with the veterans is that, you know, the scammers know, uh, you know, they're going to target veterans because we know that they, they know that veterans have access to these uh, benefits and resources that civilians um, don't have. They have the steady income, steady job. So we want to make sure that we increase the awareness by sharing um, this information. Uh, we, we can go to you can go to aarp.org slash veterans. And there we have our Vets Fraud Center that'll tell you about the, the, the scams that are out there. And then also we have the, um, the Health Benefits Navigator um, that, that, that assists you in preparing you for that visit to the, um, to, to the VA to sign up for the PACT Act. Uh, but, a, but a big scam immediately upfront, veterans never have to pay for any of their earned benefits or service records. If a veteran or military caregiver of a veteran hears that, immediately stop the conversation. That's, n that's red flag number one that I want to share with everyone today, Ben. 
Well, it seems like a really important one to make sure that yes. we're looking out for those red flags. If we're getting those phone calls or emails, does it typically come through those, you know, scam likely calls? Or do you yeah. find that people are getting approached through email or through the traditional mail? You know, we're hearing all of all of those. It's it's through the mail, through the phone, um, e email, and through the mail as well. Um, uh, the best thing to do is if you have something that comes to your attention, if it doesn't look right, it is immediate and imperative that you say, you know what, I am. If it if it looks too good to be true, more than likely it is been. And this is where we want our veterans and military families, we want, we want them to have a, you know, the, the scammers are hoping you're at a heightened state so you can make those rash decisions. I want everyone to just, you know, just take a step back, develop your no script, be ready for it, and arm yourself with the information. And if it sounds too, too good to be true, more than likely, more than likely it is. And we have those resources that we could that we could help you with, and because uh, we do want you to sign up for the PACT Act, it's best if you call the um, the VA directly to go ahead and get you know PACT Act coverage. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but sure. the VA and traditionally the federal government doesn't really call you about the benefits that are available. <laughs> you have to approach them, and I've found that a lot of those. Oh, hey, you know, did you get yes. your paycheck protection money or whatever? Almost right. all of those tend to be scams. And they also tend to have an element of urgency to them to try and yes. get you to not critically think about the risks. So is there anything that you would recommend to try and avoid or to look out for in conversations where they're trying to introduce an element of mm -hmm. urgency? Like, oh, my God, if you don't call now, if you don't follow through on this, you're going to lose the opportunity for these benefits forever. If people do miss that August 10th deadline, you can still sign up, right? But you've just missed that opportunity for the last year of retroactive benefits too, correct? A a absolutely. That, that's it. You would miss that. Uh, but I, I, So that, that's extremely important. You can still get it after August the 9th at midnight. You just won't be able to get the retro back to August 10th. So we highly recommend that. But any type of calls that's that's requiring you to do something think about this an unprovoked phone call that you receive and they want you to act immediately and also share your personal information with social security number service records or anything along those lines those are immediate red flags to where you want to take a step back and with a cool head and cool hand and say that i am not going to move forward with this um i will call that agency myself. I'll call the VA directly myself because you're right. The VA will not, you know, have those pressure type tactics on you. So we want to make sure to do that. And uh, and I'll share a, a, a quick statistic that we did have from a recent poll that one in 10 veterans were approached by someone offering to assist with enrollment in these benefits, saying that the offer would, would give them a lucrative payout. And, you know, we could move them up to the front of the line for that. Immediate I, red flag, I would immediately disengage from that conversation. And we all get calls like that fairly often. Sure. I get called about my Medicaid benefits at least sure. three times a day, and I'm pretty oh, sure wow. I don't qualify yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's any way that people can find out more information or yes. get in contact with the AARP to get some help, how can they find more? 
Absolutely. The, the first step that I would recommend, I mentioned it earlier, but is our AARP.org slash veterans. It's a one-stop shop that we do have that allows you to connect with our Vets Fraud Center, which, which will give you those specific um, tips and, and pack that fraud information as well. And then it will also have in there um, our Health Benefits Navigator that will prepare you so that when you do go to the VA, you'll have a good roadmap and a guide of the essential items that you will need to, success, to successfully um, sign up for the pack tag. So we want to take care of your awareness but we also want to make sure that we protect you of the scams that are involved with that. So that's what I think it's important that we definitely want to share, you know, in Utah, which, where there's more than 120,000 veterans there. So uh, we definitely want to get those, those individuals protected. Well, Troy, thank you so much for all of this great information. It's Troy Poussard with the Senior Advisor to the AARP Veterans and Military Families and a U.S. Army veteran himself. Troy, thank you so much for your service. Uh, thank and you. thank you for and all the great information. As in, thank you for having me today, and have a great, great morning. Thank you. Of course. Well, we will be right back after a short break with a little bit more of the show. Good morning, Bill. Welcome aboard. Bobby Laurie and Nikki Noya have your ticket to everything you need for an on-the-go lifestyle. Grab your boarding pass. It's time to jet set. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Good morning, Vale. Welcome back to Good Morning, Vale. Our very own Robbie Whittle, he kills it and knows all things sports. Let's take a look at this. Over in Boulder for the first time in four years, Team Colorado, a group of Colorado University men's basketball alum, are gearing up to play in the basketball tournament, better known as TBT. This tournament is growing in popularity, and the winner gets a special prize. COVID-19 kept this group of former buffs off the court, but now the alumni are together again and practicing in the CU Events Center just to get up and down. I forgot how long this court is, but it's always good to get up and down with the guys who I went to school with and the guys who also been through the same journey as me uh, throughout CU. So it's been, it's been a fun time so far. This year, Team Colorado includes 12 CU alumni with Buffs Director of Basketball Operations, Zach Rubisam, at the helm. Rubisam is experienced when it comes to preparing for tournaments and says TBT is similar to ones he's participated in. How is this tournament similar to maybe the Pac-12 tournament or the NCAA tournament? 
it can end quickly. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, when you go to the Pac-12 tournament or the NCAA tournament in your example, if you lose, your season's over. And it's the same thing here with a single elimination. So, you know, we're focused on Wednesday, men of Mackey, and we're just building all of our energy to that. And um, we'll worry about the rest afterwards. PBT is similar in many other ways as well, but instead of playing for a trophy, Team Colorado is playing for a pot of $1 million. This adds pressure, but forward Evan Batty says the money will come if his team stays focused. Thoughts on the money coming as a byproduct of playing together, defending at a high level, rebounding, you know, playing for each other. That comes as a byproduct of that. So it's a personal pride that we get to play with, and I, we're going to play with. So, I mean, that's really it. <laughs> team Colorado plays their first TPT matchup Wednesday against Men of Mackey a team made entirely of Purdue University alumni. Make sure to join us later this week for more coverage, but that's going to wrap up your sports. Let's take a quick look at the weather right before we close the show here. Today, we're starting off at 8 a.m., 61 degrees, moving on to a high of 83 towards the late afternoon there. Chance of rain, 40% throughout the day. Scattered thunderstorms with winds west-southwest, 10 to 15 miles an hour. And then we've got starting this morning, a little bit earlier. It was 61 degrees, partly cloudy, moving up to about 78 towards noon, then 77 towards 4 p.m. Those scattered thunderstorms will probably hit that high somewhere between noon and 4. Then things are going to start to cool off around 8 p.m., still staying partly cloudy. Taking a look at that I-70 corridor, we are pretty warm down in Denver at 92 degrees partly cloudy, and then as we move up into the mountains, things are going to start to cool off. 83 in Vail, 84 in Avon, and 90, or 87, not 97, ooh, in Eagle. And then overnight tonight, low of 52 with a 20% chance of rain, partly cloudy, winds south-southeast 10 to 15 miles per hour. And then... Looking at the rest of the week here, we are at Friday, 84 degrees with 50 degrees at night, still partly cloudy, 86 on Saturday, 86 on Sunday with a good chance of thunderstorms there in the afternoon. Scattered thunderstorms still on Monday with a high of 81. Tuesday, high of 87 with more scattered thunderstorms. What a great Thursday. It's been a great Thursday. <laughs> Way to like, start the day off great with some great advice. Thank you all so much for joining us, and have a great morning. Are you looking for exciting and nutritious recipes to cook at home? Watch Colorful Cooking with Tracy Miller on TV8 Vale. Tracy brings you the best.